Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. I just want to welcome you to another episode of Grace Pace. I'm your host, A.M. Wilson. God has been dealing with me about a word and you may hear a few pages flicking and everything, but that's okay. I'm really excited to be with you on today and I pray that God has been blessing you this week. I pray that your cup has been running over. Hallelujah with the blessings of the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you know the blessings of the Lord make us rich and add no sorrow? Hallelujah. I'm going to be coming to you. God has been giving me a word and it's been percolating coming from Exodus 14, 10 through uh, 18. Hallelujah. And you know, God has been, I, I was talking to God one day. I have a few things that's going on in my life right now. And I was talking to God about them. Hallelujah. And you know what he told me? He told me, why are you crying out to me? Keep moving forward. Hallelujah. And then all of a sudden it dawned on me that that's what he told the children of Israel, hallelujah. And then after that, he even reminded me, why do you think I had you studying over that? So, you know, then after that, it dawned on me that, you know, a lot of times when we give a word, it was for us first. Most of the time when, you know, anyone that's dealing in the, uh, uh, the moving of the Holy Spirit, if you are a preacher, teacher, if you are an apostle, if you are an evangelist, whatever it is, if you have a calling on your life in any capacity, before it was for someone else, God gave it to you at some point in time. Hallelujah. I wanted to share with you what this message God was letting me know that there are some people that are in some situations, hallelujah, and you need to move forward. How do I know? I'm going to tell you, you're not the first person that's been in that situation. I'm going to take you to this scripture. Hallelujah. And I'm really, really, this is one of the things I just got to get it out there. Hallelujah. Get it to you as quickly and as urgently. Father, I pray that you allow me to give it to, to your people the way that you gave it to me. Hallelujah. Father, I pray that I decrease, that you may increase, that this word, hallelujah, will, it, it will be a blessing to someone right now in this season of their life father in the name of jesus and i pray god that you remove every hindrance and distraction hallelujah in the name of jesus that they have an ear to hear and a heart to receive what thus saith the lord in the name of jesus and it, like i said before it's coming from exodus 14 10 and we're going to be going all the way to 18 and i'm reading from the niv version hallelujah and it, it reads, um, as Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you, uh, didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians? It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Ooh, ooh, hallelujah. Mm, 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 mm. How many of you can hear that? 
Leave us alone. Hallelujah. Moses answered in the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance. The Lord will bring you today. I want to read that. I got to read that right. Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. Hallelujah. Mm, mm, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. Hallelujah. God is telling me to say this again. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? The Egyptians that you see today, hallelujah, you will never, you will never see them again. Woo! Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will never see the gift. Hallelujah. You will never see them again. Hallelujah. Whatever that thing that you're dealing with right now, you will never see it again. Hallelujah. That poverty demon that's keep chasing you, you will never see it again. Hallelujah. That homelessness that has been bogging you down, you will never see it again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That spirit of rejection is weighing you down. Hallelujah. That suicide demon that keeps attacking you, that spirit of depression. Hallelujah. You will never see it again. Hallelujah. The Lord will fight for you. You need only stand still. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And I will gain glory through the, through Pharaoh and all his army. Hallelujah. Through his chariots and his horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. Hallelujah. 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 I know I read a little bit further because I'm all the way out here in verse 18, but God gave me something and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for the stumbling, the stumbling and the stammering, but this is something that I feel the urgency on it. Hallelujah. And I just wanted to try to say it and get it out there. But how many, of you know, when, when it's something hot, out the press, you start kind of, uh, it's kind of like so hot that you kind of like, uh, it's like a hot potato. You're trying to hold it in your hands. You're juggling around with it. That's how I feel about this word. It's like Jeremiah's the fire shut up in my bones. Hallelujah. Because God wants someone to know out there. Hallelujah. You know, a lot of times we go through situations and we thinking that it's all about us. We like to think that the enemy is just pushing us, priding us. He's doing all these things to us. But how many of you know that a lot of times God is allowing circumstances and situations so that he can reveal his glory. He's just as upset and fed up 
as you are about the things that the enemy is doing to you. He is just as upset and fed up as you are. Hallelujah. How many of you have been praying? You've been fasting. You've been seeking God's will for your life. You are tired. You have said, God, I am fed up with these people. I've had enough of this whole situation. I am over it, God. When are you going to move? Where are you? Where is your deliverance? Hallelujah. How many of you have been crying out to God and you've been asking him, when are you going to make this right? When are you going to fix this situation, God? When are the circumstances going to change in my life? Hallelujah. Well, I'm here to tell you, hallelujah. God wants someone to know out there that whatever it is, it's, it's ended. This season of oppression, this season of frustration, this season of pain, the season of trauma, the season of just being tired or being tired. You know what it is. You know what that Egyptian is. Hallelujah. Whatever that evil is, whatever the situation is, you know exactly what it is that I'm referring to. Do we have Egyptians that walk among us right now? We sure do. They come in the form of evil. Hallelujah. Whenever you read about Egyptians, it's about evil. And this is nothing to do with Egypt. I'm just sharing with you from the word of God. So anyone that's from Egypt or anything like that, don't come from me. Hallelujah. Because I'm making a parallel to what the children of Israel were doing at that time in that season. Because Egypt represents the world. Hallelujah. So what I wanted to share with you. Hallelujah. Moses came to do a job hallelujah the israelites were an oppressed people they were oppressed mm -hmm. they were oppressed yes they were they were oppressed by the egyptians hallelujah at one time in one season they had a glorious time with god but then they turned their back on god and god allowed them to be overtaken by the egyptians and they find themselves in egypt and they find themselves being tormented tortured in every kind of way that you can imagine. Hallelujah. They were oppressed people and they dwelt in the land of their oppressors. They were treated as subservient people. Their lives were filled with contempt, disrespect, trauma, despair, discomfort, frustration, and humiliation on a daily basis. Can you imagine being an adult and going through that? And then can you imagine having to watch your children suffer as well? Because you're powerless, you feel helpless, like there's nothing you can do. It's one thing when you go through the situation, hallelujah. But it's another thing when you got to allow your child to go through it too. And they look at you with those eyes of, why is this happening to us? They look at you and they're asking you, they have those eyes that, that look at you like, hey, why, is, why can't you fix the problem? You're strong. You're big. Hallelujah. You feed me. You clothe me. You bring comfort to me. Why can't you fix this problem? How many of you have been there? Hallelujah. The humiliation that these children of Israel, they experienced. These were God's chosen people and they are in the land of oppression. 
dwelling amongst the Egyptians, serving the Egyptians. Hallelujah. They walked away from God and they became captives for over 400 years. They continued to cry out to God after that. Hallelujah. But God did not answer them. Hallelujah. How many of you can recognize that feeling when you've been praying and asking God about the situation and he seems like he's not answering you. He's not saying anything. He didn't answer them. But then one day God answered them and he used Moses. Hallelujah. As his mouthpiece. Hallelujah. And I just called him the ambassador of freedom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God used Moses. And we read in uh, Exodus how Moses kept coming to Pharaoh saying, let my people go. Moses kept coming to Pharaoh and telling him, let my people go. Hallelujah. God sent me to tell you to let my people go. Hallelujah. And then Pharaoh, he wouldn't listen. Pharaoh allowed uh, all of this stuff to go on and on and on and on. Hallelujah. Go ahead and read it in Exodus yourself until it finally got to where God had to just get down right in his craw and had to actually take the life of his firstborn child. Hallelujah. Sometimes you got to get down and dirty. Hallelujah. Because the, the devil don't play when he sends people to oppress you. He's not being nice. He's not being friendly. Hallelujah. He's not being kind. He's not. Hallelujah. How many of you know You've been playing around. The enemy has been oppressing you for so long. Hallelujah. You've been playing around in the enemy's camp for so long. Some of you went there on your own. Uh, uh, but you know the children of Israel did too because they were being disobedient. But then what happened when you realize where you were, you start crying out to God. Hallelujah. Then God sends uh, someone to come and help you out. Hallelujah. Somebody say help. Hallelujah. God sent someone to help you, but they're not helping you the way you want to be helped. Hallelujah. Sometimes your help may come in a way that you may not expect it. And then because it didn't come in the way that you expected it, all of a sudden now you want to change up. Hallelujah. That's what we get the children of Israel when they start saying, leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Hallelujah. How many of you know you may not see everything? Hallelujah. You may not see the whole path. Hallelujah. You may not see every step. Hallelujah. But you have to step. Hallelujah. You got to use your faith to step. You got to have a vision. The Bible says without a vision of people perish. You got to have a vision. Moses had a vision. Hallelujah. If you so oppressed that you can't see, sometimes it's okay to allow someone else to use their vision until you can grab a hold of the vision yourself. Hallelujah. But in this situation, the children of Israel, they couldn't see it. So, oh yeah, they wanted Moses to let them free. Hallelujah. But then when it started getting hot and dry in that desert, then they wanted to be left alone. How many people have you in your family? You came to them with sincerity of heart and you told them, 
what they needed to know. God sent you to tell them, hey, he wants you to tell them the truth. Hey, hey, you need to stop doing this. Hey, hey, that's not a good idea for you. Hey, you need to stop being over there. That's not good for you. I know those people don't care about you. Hallelujah. Hey, I know that job is, is keeping you from being with your children. Hey, I know that, that what you're experiencing right now, that's not going to be healthy for you in the end. Maybe you should stop. But then, hallelujah, but they want you to give them some help. Oh, yeah, the help may be in the form of give me the money. Hallelujah. I want some care. They want to see the material thing. The children of Israel, uh, if you read a little further, they start talking about garlic and leeks. Now, I like garlic and leeks are pretty good. Hallelujah. They're just like onions. Hallelujah. I like that kind of stuff, too. But you know what? When it comes to your freedom, are you going to sell out your freedom so that you can continue to just have garlic and, and leek and onions? Hallelujah. The children of Israel, they begin to say, hey, this getting out thing is a little too hard. We didn't expect this to happen. Oh, now we got to walk through the desert. Hallelujah. But I don't want to digress. They actually said, leave us alone and let us serve the Egyptians. Hallelujah. They start talking about after they cried out all this time, they cried out to God. And then all of a sudden now they want to serve the Egyptians. How many people you told them, get away from that, that no good girlfriend or that no good boyfriend. He's beating you. He's taking your money. He's doing things to your children. He's rude and disrespectful. You can't trust them. Get away from that, that no good job. Hallelujah. They're not paying you what you're worth. You deserve better. But for some reason, because you're not, uh, you don't have the vision to believe that you can get a job more, making more than $10 an hour. You stick with that job, even though it's not doing anything for you and it's grieving you. You're working overtime. You're going through things you shouldn't be going through. Your body's breaking down. You can't believe God for anything more and then when someone comes to you and says hey and they have the vision they say hey you're smarter than that you know more than that you're creative you can do better than that you can go out and do your own job and you can make more money than they're paying you over there but like the children of Israel you can't see beyond you can't see it so you just say leave me alone I want to do what is better for me which is being in familiarity hallelujah sometimes you get so used because the children of israel they were in there for like 400 years they were being uh they were captive for 400 years so when you've been in something for so long you get used to it so let me just tell you what god actually spoke to me and i looked it up you know the children of israel you know uh they had something called Stockholm Syndrome. And they had it like way back before there was even a name for it. What is Stockholm Syndrome? I'm going to give the credit to Healthline.com because I looked it up. Hallelujah. Stockholm Syndrome is commonly linked to high profile kidnappings and hostage situation. And there was a really popular one that I won't go into where uh, the, the, the young lady was taken captive and she started really identifying with the kidnapper. Hallelujah. Aside from famous crime cases, regular people may also develop this psychological condition in response to various types of trauma. Hallelujah. Stop home syndrome is psychological, is a psychological response. It occurs when hostages of abuse victims bond with their 
captors or abusers. This psychological connection develops over the course of the days, weeks, months, or even years of captivity or abuse. With this syndrome, hostages of abuse victims may come to sympathize with their captors. This is the opposite of the fear, terror, and disdain that might be expected from the victims in these situations. Over the course of time, some victims do come to develop positive feelings toward their captors. Now, does that sound familiar? We'll stay and serve the Egyptians. Let us serve the Egyptians. Hallelujah. They may resent anyone who... I hope you're enjoying the episode. I just wanted to stop for a minute to say, shoot me an email or leave a message on Spotify if you will, especially if you enjoyed this episode. Let me hear from you. I'd love to. Email me at gracepace.pcast at gmail.com. That's G-R-A-C-E-P-A-C-E dot P-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Please enjoy the rest of this episode. Who may be trying to help them escape from the dangerous situation they're in? This paradox does not happen with every hostage or victim, and it's unclear why it occurs when it does. Hallelujah. So this was the situation that Moses found himself in. Hallelujah. The children of Israel, they did not want, when they saw what it was going to cost, oh, oh, we're going to have to do some walking. Oh, we're going to have to. Now, mind you, uh, the Bible says that their clothes didn't wear out. Their shoes didn't wear out. Um, they had uh, uh, angels food. Hallelujah. But every time. There was always something. They were always complaining. Hallelujah. Complaint will get you in trouble. Hallelujah. Say that out loud. Complaint will get you in trouble. Hallelujah. The worst thing you could do, cry out to God, ask for deliverance. And then when he tells you, okay, here's what you're going to have to do to be delivered. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't think it was going to cost me that Lord. No, no, God. I, I, that's okay. I don't want to be delivered. That's okay, God. I, I don't want to leave. Oh, God, I don't want to leave that job. Oh, that means I'm going to have to do some resumes. Oh, I'm going to have to go on some interviews. Oh, God, no, I don't want to. Now, I know he blacked my eye, but you know what? I, I probably deserve that. No, God, please. Oh, I know. I know. No, God, I don't want to leave this state. I don't want to move to another state I've never been to before. Oh, God, please don't make me go. Don't make me go. I'm going to have to move. I got to pack all my furniture wait a minute I, I you know what god i don't know no i i don't want it anymore no i i'm fine where i am i'm fine where i am in kalamazoo no i'm fine lord i'm happy where i am hallelujah a lot of time and this is nothing against kalamazoo hallelujah a lot of times 
because if you're in the wrong place and it's the wrong season, whether it's Kalamazoo, whether it's Hollywood, wherever you are, if it's not the right time for you and the right season and you in the wrong place and God is trying to do something new in your life and you're uh, being oppressed and God is telling you, okay, you want to be out? Okay. You want to be set free? Here's what you need to do. And then when you hear just a few steps, because the children of Israel, they didn't even hear it all. They just got, hey, let's get going. And then after that, it got hard. They didn't even see where they were headed, but they got all upset because they saw the enemy coming for them. But you know what? Here's the funny thing. The same enemy that they saw when they were in Egypt they were frustrated with him at the time and they start crying out for a deliverer. And then now all of a sudden that they're on the move and they knew who God was. They knew who God was. They'd heard stories about God. They were the ones crying out to him. They knew he was a deliverer. They knew he was a savior. They knew if they continued to cry out to him, he was going to hear and he was going to answer them. Hallelujah. How many of you know, if you are a believer, you've seen God do things in the past. You saw God move. Hallelujah. You know he will move on your behalf. You don't need anybody to tell you. You know God will move. Hallelujah. You know he will. But some of you, you know he'll move, but you're not ready for what he's going to tell you to do. You're not ready for what he's going to require of you. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Let's, let's tell the truth and shame the devil. You don't want to do what is going to be required of you to do. Hallelujah. I just recently did an interview with a young man who was tired of being overweight. Mm -hmm. He said that he just got tired of it. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. And he, you know what, one thing he said, he said, and I didn't interfere with the interview, but he said, something just told me to stop eating. Hallelujah. Too simple, isn't it? Too simple till you do it, isn't it? Till your mouth start wanting to eat some chocolate cake. Well, you know, every time, every time you get off work at five o'clock, you love to run to McDonald's. Hallelujah. Get that extra large uh, Coke mm -hmm, with all that sugar. Hallelujah. And your double Big Mac with cheese. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. But it's simple. Mm -hmm. But then when God tells you what to do to get your freedom. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Uh huh. When God tell you what you need to do to get your freedom, all of a sudden, you don't want to do it no more. All of a sudden, you just say, God, leave me alone. Mm -mm. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Somebody come along and tell you, hey, hey, you know what? I know what you can do. And they got a vision and they're confident. They know that they're hearing from God. They're hearing from God in a way where you can't hear from God because you oppressed. You've been beat down so long. You got Stockholm syndrome. Hallelujah. You've been beat down so long that God sent someone that tells you what you need to do, but you can't hear them. And so what you start doing, you start complaining. You start attacking the person who's coming to set you free. Hallelujah. I once heard a, a, a minister talk about that. Hallelujah. She said they taught her when they were doing their swimming that sometimes that when the person is swimming, they're drowning and the person you swimming to get them and you are a lifeguard, you swimming to get them. You have to go around them. I even heard some people say you got to knock them out. Hallelujah. But whatever you got to do, you got to keep them from pulling you down because they're going down and they're drowning and they need help. They need to be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. They need to be saved. Thank you, Jesus. But they are in such a frenzy. 
They can't see. And the first thing they get their hands on, they're going to grab it and they're going to pull you down too. So what they did to Moses, they started going off on Moses. They started criticizing him. They started telling him, you should have let us alone. You brought us here to die in the wilderness. I'm not making this up. Friends and families and dedicated listeners, you can read it for yourself. Hallelujah. They had Stockholm syndrome and we still have it to this day. It's, you know, they said it's a paradox. Hallelujah. How is it that the very people that have oppressed you, hallelujah, the same ones that you've been trying to get away from. And now that God said, okay, I came and I'm going to set you free. Whom the son says free is free indeed. Hallelujah. How many of you know he's still setting people free today? Friends and family, dedicated listeners, sisters and brothers, please hear me today. You have no reason to continue to feel with your head bowed down to feel as though you cannot move out. You cannot move forward. Oh, hallelujah. What did God, God said, God said, mm. he said, the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Hallelujah. I actually went to God. And I start telling him about some things. First, I actually have been praying about some situations that I was dealing with. And I have been praying and praying. And it was some years, some years. Then guess what God did? God did a miracle, set me up, fixed me up. Hallelujah. Got me in a position to where it's like, okay, the door's open. Go ahead. Go. Hallelujah. After that, I start thinking. I start thinking, wait a minute, I'm going to be going in a place where I, wait, hold on a second. I ain't never been there before. I've never experienced this place before. Wait a minute. And all of a sudden, my heart got to grip with fear. Hallelujah. I went from being a little happy and people were saying, aren't you so happy? And then I was just, no, I'm a little confused. No, I, I can't, wait a minute. Uh, I know God performed a miracle. He got me out of something. I've been praying to get out of And Oh, and you talk about oppression. Hallelujah. Oh yes. It was oppression. Hallelujah. It was bad. Hallelujah. God set me free. And I was like, uh, well, um, mm, well, hmm. Wait a minute. Now, let me think this thing through. Hallelujah. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I've been, okay, three years I was in this situation and um, it was bad. It was oppressive. I had, I made friends with other people that were oppressed. We sat around together talking about our oppression. We talked about our oppression. We talked about how we were going to get out. Hallelujah. Uh, it seemed like I was in prison, but you know, sometime, and I, I don't care where you are, you could be in a a prison, you can be in an, a, a, a bad job, a bad relationship. Hallelujah. You can be in a bad relationship, a bad marriage, a bad connection. Hallelujah. It could be any kind of thing. You can be dealing with some horrible partners. You could be dealing with, and that could be business partners. It could be any type of partner. You could have a horrible doctor that makes you feel oppressed. Hallelujah. But the point I'm making is oppression is oppression is oppression. Hallelujah. When you begin to feel the torment and the torture, the enemy, he specializes and he can make you feel so traumatized no matter what. So when the Lord began to tell me, okay, you're out. And then all of a sudden that spirit of fear start gripping me. Hallelujah. Mm. And then I start realizing, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can't take this fear with me. Hallelujah. Cause the fear is not from God. I can't take 
Hallelujah. This, whatever this is. So I realized that what was happening is, ha! Mm, that Stockholm Syndrome was trying to kick in. Hallelujah. That thing, uh, see, you had it. See, it, it wasn't that bad. Why don't you just stay there? Because it wasn't that bad. Now, see, all of the time that they disrespected you, you've been cussed out before. But that's okay. You got over it. No, the devil is a liar. Hallelujah. How many of you got Stockholm Syndrome? How many of you? And it says a paradox. Nobody really knows what, what causes it. Hallelujah. Some people get it and some people don't. Some people begin to identify with their oppressors and they begin to feel sorry for them. Hallelujah. Mm, mm, hallelujah. I went overboard. But I want you to understand, friends and family, the next thing I want to do for you is I want to pray for you. But before I do, I want to let you know one thing. Hallelujah. God wants you to know that you, yes, you may have been going through those things. You may have been all shut down in your heart and you know, the enemy may have been coming at you, but you know what? When I read a little bit further out what God was wanting me to make this point to you, he's just as tired as you are about what you've experienced. He's heard you cry and he is just as fed up and he's going to deliver you. But you know what he's going to do also? Hallelujah. And I feel this so strong to share this with you. He's not only going to just let you walk out. He's going to get the devil a black eye. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's not going to allow the enemy to just say, yeah, go ahead. Get on out. Hallelujah. You little scallywag. Get on out. Go ahead. Don't leave nothing behind either. Get on out. Because I didn't want you anyway. Hallelujah. No, you're not going to go out like that. You're going to go out with your head up. Hallelujah. You're going to go out knowing that you are blessed in the city. You're blessed when you come. You're blessed when you go out. You're blessed when you go. Hallelujah. You're blessed. Hallelujah. And he's going to make sure that the enemy knows that. He's going to make sure that the devil knows you mess with the wrong person. Hallelujah. 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 You mess with the wrong person. God is going to stand. Stand still. Hallelujah. Woo. Mm. Stand still, please stand still. Uh-uh. Don't use this as a time to say, you know what? I'm going to get one more lick in before I go. Uh-uh. You keep your mouth shut. Walk out. Go. Do what you need to do. Follow the, the directions that the Lord gives you. Don't say anything. Hallelujah. Stand still and follow the directions that God gives you. And God said, don't cry out to me because I already set you free. When you see the door open for you, when you see the answer, when you see God move on your behalf, hallelujah, understand he wants to show the devil, hallelujah. He is God almighty all by himself hallelujah and ain't nobody gonna get the glory but God hallelujah hallelujah no one will get the glory but God how many times have you been in situations where I used to wonder I got a new revelation I used to wonder why are these people why are these people doing things to me why am I constantly in situations where other folks they don't experience this way other people what did that happen to you that didn't happen to you well how come oh my goodness what why did that happen to me do you know i have to pray over electronics i have to pray over everything A grocery store when i before i go in the store i got to pray before i deal with the restaurant if i go in the restaurant i got to pray before i deal with the clerk you know i start thinking god what is it when you are anointed by God 
The enemy is mad at you every single day. And any time he thinks he can try you, he will. But he got to go through my father first. Hallelujah. So it always pleases God. Sometimes, how did what, what did it say here in the scripture? It said that God allowed Pharaoh to get mad. He, he allowed him to get angry. Hallelujah. I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. He said, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And I will gain glory through Pharaoh and all his army, through his chariots and his horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh his chariots and his horsemen. Hallelujah. Mm. That way, see, see, it's not mm -mm. everybody. The horsemen, everybody that rode on the chariots, even the Pharaoh, the Egyptians, everybody. God is going to make it plain. He's going to make it clear. Hallelujah. There won't be one stone unturned. Hallelujah. Ooh, mm. Hallelujah. Mm, 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 mm. Woo. Woo. Mm, mm, mm. I wish that someone could feel the presence of God the way I'm feeling it. Somebody get your shout on. Hallelujah. Because this word is, is a word. It's going to be fast. It's going to be quick. And it's going to be on time. But when it happens, when God starts setting his people free, when God starts moving on your behalf, hallelujah, just follow the directions. Hallelujah. Follow it line upon line, precept upon precept. Whatever you hear, if you don't have the vision yet and God sent someone that you know that God sent them, go ahead, follow those directions until you can trust what God is telling you. Because sometimes when you got Stockholm Syndrome, you, you, you get mad at the people that's coming. Do you have Stockholm Syndrome? If you have Stockholm Syndrome, ask God for deliverance. We're going to pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. I plead your precious blood right now upon your people. I plead your precious blood. Hallelujah. Almighty God, against each and every person who has heard this word on today. Lord, I pray that you will just open the windows of heaven and pour out your anointing upon their hearts, their mind, their soul. Give them the strength, the courage that they need. Hallelujah. Break off every spirit of fear, every spirit of dread, anything that will prevent them from moving forward. Hallelujah. And Lord, I pray that you bless them to move on. Hallelujah. The way your word said, move on. Hallelujah. Move on and let you deal with all of those Egyptians that are waiting behind them. Let you deal with all of the evil, all of the hate, all of the ones that are waiting in the wings to try to discredit, to try to throw a monkey wrench. God, we surrender every battle to you. Hallelujah. I pray that you bless them to let go. Let go, hallelujah, and allow you, hallelujah, to allow them to walk on dry land in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You've been listening to another episode of Grace Pace.
who, hallelujah, and I am your host, A.M. Wilson. Have a blessed week and a blessed day.